0: What's your anxiety management,
1: per se? So I know for me, I'm definitely, I feed off of other people's energy big time. And so I know at least what I've done that's helped me so much is mute the group groupies, y'all.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Podcaps, where mental health matters. I'm Jed.
1: And I'm Christina. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about stress and academics.
0: Cool. So what exactly would you say stress is, Christina, or anxiety as a whole?
1: So I think kind of for what we're going to focus on today is more so test anxiety type things. And so if I was to describe test anxiety, I would definitely say it depends from person to person. However, I know for me, it gets to be not necessarily sweaty palms, but it's kind of, you know, feeling like I'm going to blank out right before I walk in the room and right before test day. I know it's like... For a lot of people, it looks like no sleep leading up to the test, which isn't good for you. Um, That's how I would sum up kind of my test anxiety if I was to have it.
0: For sure, for sure. In terms of like, I guess for myself, it's just, I get really, really jittery. And so when it comes down to it, I become really, really, I don't want to use anxious again, because that's what we're talking about.
1: Right, right. But when
0: it comes to it, what I feel is that I just want to get in and get out.
1: Right. And like you just want to take it now.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Or as soon as I know that it's on the schedule, I want to immediately jump in, just take it, know what I know. I don't want it to really affect my brain more than it has to, you know? Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah.
0: And so when it comes down to it, anxiety affects us all in really different ways, as you've heard from Christian and me talking about our experiences with anxiety. But when it comes to you as a person or as the listener, you're going to experience different ways or different symptoms of anxiety as a whole and that's not just something to where you would it's it's general for most right. people but at the same time it's very specific because anxiety isn't just one simple
1: yeah it's evil. like an all encompassing type of thing like i think for many people what well, one it varies from person to person and it's extremely unique but at the same time like everyone's felt it at some point it's something that everyone kind of goes through regardless of your past experience because I know for some people like high school was a breeze you didn't have to do anything really like you made A's life was good and then I know for some people they get to college and they kind of think it's going to be the same thing except for when they walk in there on test day they realize it's not and they have to kind of learn how to do everything over again which is weird because like you thought you had it but you didn't type of thing
0: (laughs) exactly and so we can see that although anxiety is a bad thing, or we sound, or it sounds to us, at least, that it's a right. bad thing, we can also see that it can be a good thing, right? Exactly. I feel that stress as a whole is needed to push us, like an almost a natural motivator when it oh, comes yeah. to our everyday life.
1: Oh, you know, I totally agree. I
0: feel like I wouldn't get out of bed if I didn't have a deadline to take care of. You know, it'd just be me and Netflix the entire rest of the day.
1: Exactly. I think you have to kind of find that sweet spot between, like, too much and just enough because I know for me like something my dad always told me was butterflies are good so if like you're nervous and you're having butterflies kind of like you're a little nervous before a test or nervous before like a big game that was kind of my case with it butterflies are good right because they keep you on your toes they keep your head on a swivel they help you work at an effective and a faster ish type of pace on a test they kind of help you you know work through the problems working through whatever you need to work through but at the same time like Too much butter, like too many butterflies, right? Too many to where you kind of feel nauseous or you kind of have a raising heart or some sort of muscle tension, physical tension of any sort. And then you start having like kind of spiraling in a negative type of thinking. That's when it becomes too much. And I think for a lot of people who struggle with test anxiety, it's that too much that they get to. And it's like that peaking.
0: Yeah, of course. So I guess the biggest thing here is that once we become anxious and stressful, especially in regarding anxiety, Mm -hmm. what is your head, what is your brain telling you as you're walking into your test and you're hitting that kind of almost overwhelming too much type of mindset? Like, Mm -hmm. is your brain like beating you down? Is it being really mean to you or are you kind of hyping yourself up and, and getting ready to take this on like you would take on a big game?
1: Right. And I think it's definitely all about your reaction to it. I know for a lot of people, if this is, if college is the first time they're feeling like test anxiety or like kind of anxiety at any point, um, if it's your first time with it, your reaction kind of is the big driver in how you respond. And so it's, and it has like a really big effect on how the outcome will go. I know For for sure. Like, I know a lot of people, the reason why it gets so bad is because they don't know how to deal with it.
0: Yeah. Well, so how do you take that negative portion of your brain telling you that, hey, you're going to fail this test, you don't know enough, you aren't you aren't ready for it type of thing? And how do you, what's your way of switching it to a positive mindset?
1: For me, I know it's definitely, I have to think about, like, talking to myself, how I would talk to a friend, mm-hmm. because I wouldn't tell a friend, like, Hey, you don't know anything walking to this test. Like, I mean, I don't know how you and your friends are, but personally, I wouldn't go up to a friend and if I know that they're nervous about something or if I know that they're anxious, I wouldn't look at them and be like, Yeah, no, you don't know anything. Like, you've barely been studying. Like, no, you've been working hard. Like, nothing replaces, you know, adequate preparation for tests and studying and so on. But kind of, I guess for me, I would say talk to yourself like how you would hype up a friend
0: nice to go I like do that something
1: i don't know what about you how would you
0: Honestly, tackle it so i i have it to where back when i played sports in high school i would hype myself up for it so the morning right. of the test i would immediately turn on my game day playlist okay like i would just start hyping myself up like mindset ready to take like i'm gonna hit the big shot of the game right. however it's just me putting in a bubble on my scantron but, but it is it's like it's yeah, the same exactly. thing and
1: it's super cool that you are able to equate those two especially people who have that experience of sports backgrounds throughout high school and you know coming to college and not necessarily having your sport anymore but Mm -hmm. still wanting to stay in touch with it a little bit having like that game day playlist Mm -hmm. having that breakfast like being with your team you know your other classmates maybe people that you've studied with that's really cool to be able to kind of bring aspects of that into your life now
0: for sure (laughs) all right so when it comes down to it um we, we understand that test anxiety affects us all in different ways, and we see mm-hmm. that anxiety as a whole will, will definitely change our perception, our perspective on things when it comes down to it, but what would be some strategies, at least for you personally, that would really help you out in terms of walking into this test and getting ready for...
1: Like, their nervous energy, that's only going to put you in a worse place.
0: Yeah, it's like matching energies for yeah, a test. Yeah, it
1: is. I mean, so, I don't know, that's how I would personally deal with it, because... The mute button on GroupMe, it's a great thing. And, like, you know it's there, but actually using it is huge. Like, it helps so much. At least I think it helps a lot.
0: Yeah, I feel like people almost place too much importance on GroupMe sometimes. They do.
1: And then when people maybe post polls of, oh, how do you think you did? And it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I don't want to answer that.
0: For sure. <laughs> I, I feel like one of the biggest things that affects us as students when it comes to test anxiety isn't necessarily the test itself it's that we're constantly in our heads comparing ourselves to the students around us oh yeah where we're thinking hey if they're doing well in this class i should be doing well in this class when in actuality you're on your own pathway oh yeah and it's not going to be something to where you know you comparing yourself to another student isn't going to necessarily help you out because then you're putting yourself at a comparison of Let's say it's a stranger in your class, but you know that they're doing well. You're comparing yourself to someone who may have had background in this subject for however long, yet you're only taking it for this semester. And that's affecting your entire mindset because you keep comparing yourself to someone who knows more about it than you. Mm -hmm. When in actuality, hey, as long as you can remember that you need to stop comparing yourself and really take it at your own pace and study the way you study best not thinking exactly. about hey like how does this person study maybe it'll work for me you know obviously try it but don't yeah, try bank your entire collegiate <laughs> career on oh, yeah. on what exactly you're doing
1: no i agree with that and i think also kind of another thing people forget is when you're like right before a test and you see your me going off or you look at the test review and you like look at the person next to you and they're like either not freaking out or totally freaking out it's one of those things where it's like You forget who you're here for. Mm -hmm. Like, you're here for you. This is your time to shine, so to speak. Like, I also think, like, tests in general have a super negative connotation. Super negative. Because if you think about it, like, my patho professor, she constantly says that tests are an opportunity for excellence. Right. Which, I mean, it sounds cheesy, but she's not wrong because it's it's your time kind of to shine. Like, if you don't talk in class, if you don't normally answer questions, like, the test is where you get to show off, like, nice. so do yeah.
0: it. Yeah, that's a different way <laughs> to think about it, you know. I feel, at least for me, I always see it as a a benchmark, mm-hmm. right, to where this is the last three chapters. I immediately have to know what I learned in these last three chapters, but then that means at the end of the semester, especially if the final doesn't include it, then i'm not gonna care as much about those three chapters
1: Brain dump. <laughs> yeah exactly
0: and so i feel like you know i'm not learning as much because i'm too busy trying to focus on it mm-hmm. but i think that's the beauty in tests is that as soon as you take it it's done like you don't have to worry about that right. specific test anymore right? right so if that test is already over with that test anxiety should go right out the window It should. It should, technically. But but I think in the end, you know, people start worrying about the final result, the grades as a whole, and then it puts you in almost a cycle of test anxiety.
1: Oh, yeah. And I think something kind of important to remember, and I know I have to like talk to myself and hunt myself up, but like once something is done, like once you're done taking the test, you can't go back. You can't change it. You can't change your answer. At least I've never had a professor who let me change my answer on a test. So if y'all have that, let me know. Maybe I need to consider that major. But it's one of those things where it's like, you know, what's done is done and you can't change the past. Like say maybe you didn't do as well as you would have liked to. There's still more to come. Like, and also one bad test grade isn't going to ruin you. And I think for a lot of people and a lot of incoming freshmen, like if they fail their first test, they're just kind of like, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm just going to see myself out. Like, no. <laughs> like, it's all about kind of making mistakes. Like, it's it's all about that. Like, it's not sure. something where it's like, no, just because you fail one doesn't mean um, you're done. Like, you're right where you're supposed to be, and you have to believe that and believe in yourself type
0: of thing. For sure. And I guess, like, not just test anxiety, but we really receive this type of anxiety when it comes to anything big, whether mm-hmm. it's a ton of homework piling up all at once or a really big project with the group. You know, it's just everything that you can apply to test anxiety probably applies to those different other types of Literally homework and Literally anything important,
1: exactly. anything important in your life.
0: And so when it comes down to it, one of the biggest things that here us at CAPS really stress is that you, one, prepare in advance for whatever it is yeah. you're about to encounter, whether it be a project or homework or a big test, you know, make sure that you're prepared. And that doesn't mean cramming the night before right. on any... Subject that you're learning, if that's the way that you need to study, it's not recommended. But, you know, if, but it if works that works for you, for you then, like hey, do yeah. it
1: like that's amazing.
0: Exactly. But, you know, aside from that type of mindset, you know, really prepare for, for <laughs> yeah. what's to come because, you know, anything could happen in, in between that time. And so you just want to know that you're set and you're OK with what's what's about to hit you, you mm-hmm. know, because some people can walk right into a test and they feel confident. They walk right out and they feel like they got hit by a train. Yeah. And that's well, for tough, sure. you know? But it is. if you feel prepared, maybe you can lessen the blow.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. But I also think that, like, I know for me, it, like, because I'm the kind of student where I'll attend class, like, religiously. Like, I take notes. I do all of that. Like, I'm a textbook reader, so I'll actually get the textbook and I'll actually read it. But it's one of those things where it's, like, I know for some people – test anxiety might not be something that goes away in time and it doesn't matter how much they prepare or like how often they attend class, it doesn't matter how well they do on assignments or quizzes, you do have some people who are just naturally a little more nervous just because that's how, I wouldn't say, maybe that's how they're wired type of thing and honestly that's okay. Like it's okay to be nervous before a test. Like, that means you care. Like... (laughs) For sure. You know? I know for some people, they're like, well, it's just like, I always get like this, and, oh, well, so-and-so doesn't get that nervous. Well, so-and-so doesn't get that worked up. And it's like, yeah, but it's okay, because you're not them, they're not you. Exactly. (laughs) And that's perfectly normal. And I think as long as you're taking all the right steps for you, like, preparing as much time as you need in advance, like, studying for how much you need in advance, like, because... Like, as you said, some people will get into a class, will take it, have no issue, can literally just show up to class, understand, take the test, get an A. And for some people, it takes more work. And there's nothing wrong with that. Of
0: course. So when it comes down to it, you've just walked out the test, you've finished up on your midterms, and you hear this podcast, you know, and you came into those tests feeling really, really anxious, feeling really, really scared. And you Mm -hmm. take a listen, and you're wanting a bit more information, you know, or you're thinking, you know, what should I do after the test? Like, what should I do to be better for next test? Right. You know, so one of the biggest things, not just anxiety, but it's balancing your stress.
1: Oh, yes. Right.
0: So us as students, we have to really emphasize on stress relief as a whole. Right. Mm -hmm. So what are things that you do in your own personal time and your hobbies (laughs) that really help you balance out your stress and really enable you to put it in different sections so you're not overwhelmed all at once?
1: Yeah. And I think, I know, for me at least, something that I use to de-stress, but at the same time kind of keep my head in shape, is I go work out. Working out, to me, is one of the most stress-relieving things. For some reason, I can't explain it. It's just I have so much energy that I decide, you know what, I'm just going to go work out for three hours after a test. And that's how I reward myself. For some people, it's, you know, oh, I'm going to treat myself to lunch. Or, oh, you know, I'm going to go take a nap. Because chances are you didn't sleep the night before. Um, also, again, perfectly normal for some people. That's not something where we're telling you that you have to change it. You know, everyone responds differently. But I know for me, I'll definitely sleep before test. But, like, I like to go work out to de-stress for to sure. kind of keep it in balance. What about you? What do you do?
0: I'm a lot the same way. As <laughs> soon as I'm out of this test, I'm looking forward to what I have for the day. Whether mm-hmm. it's something to where it's just really relaxing my mind, whether it's going rock climbing or just taking a walk or getting some exercise in as long mm-hmm. as I'm moving my brain's not overthinking right and so that's very big for me but or that's very big for me but when it comes down to it the biggest thing is that I know it's over right you know and so what I'll actually do with the night of the test and then the night after is I'll really take a moment to to meditate and I'll take about 20 30 minutes to really think hey this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna clear my mind I'm only gonna I'm gonna let my mind wander for a bit and let it kind of do its thing. Then I'm gonna bring it all right back and I'm gonna take on the day. Right. So it's really just, you know, preparing my mind and then afterwards clearing my mind of all the clutter that it picked up from the day before. And so that's in general, you know, and here at CAPS we have that really big, uh, not a really big, but it's the revive, (laughs) renew. Yeah, the renew, relax, and revive meditation. Yeah. Mindfulness. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's huge. And there's definitely, it's one of those things where we wouldn't be on here talking about it if there wasn't studies and science behind it. Mm -hmm. So if you want to fact check us feel free because I promise you it actually works. As Jed just said that he uses it. I know for a lot of people we have it like two times a week and it's something where you might think you know how to be mindful. You might think you know how to breathe and stay calm in stressful situations, but you know actually learning it actually utilizing some services we have at caps i think it definitely puts a whole different perspective on it and maybe you didn't really exactly know what it was before but once you kind of go to a session where you have you know either an ambassador leading it or a clinician or just someone a professional um it's a whole different i wouldn't say ball game because i don't want to keep using (laughs) sports analogies but i would say it's a different experience for sure
0: of course but in the end, there are some of us who unfortunately would not be able to really balance out our stress, or we need a little bit more help. And right. as a whole, that's what CAPS is here for. You know, If stress and, and everything here at school is getting a little bit too much and you just need a quick person to talk to or at least find services that will help you out, stop by Ransom Hall or the MAC and see clinical and psychological services because they will put you in a position to succeed within your own brain. and. Mm-hmm consequently within your own body and it, it you know it's a really trickle down effect where if your brain's in the right place your body will be too it's just mm. you feel like you have to take the first step in pushing yourself to go do it yeah
1: it's like a mind body soul kind of connection and as long as you're trying to keep all three good i feel like overall as a person you're kind of doing you're feeling good in life um i think another thing kind of to keep in mind with like just test anxiety and of being overwhelmed in college in general is when you're here especially at uta you know you have like everyone around you wants you to succeed your professors want you to succeed no matter how hard they make the class like they do want to see you succeed they want to see you do well and it's the same with caps like counseling and psychological services it's here for faculty as well but it's also like the main priority is students you know they want you to be able to Understand that they're here for you, and they want you to be able to do well and be okay and succeed and, you know, feel good.
0: It's something,
1: I don't know, I think a lot of people might not necessarily think about, but they want, you know, their students to be comfortable.
0: For sure. And so before we sign off, is there any last-minute advice that you want to tell our listeners?
1: Um... Guys, just keep going, guys and girls. Keep going, keep pushing. I know it's rough, but <laughs> that's how it is sometimes in college. And trust me, you're going to take these experiences and everything that's happening, and it's only going to prepare you for what's to come. So kind of keep that in the back of your head when you're struggling.
0: Nice.
1: What about you? Any wisdom words?
0: Um, I think, uh, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, but he said this best. <laughs> um, you yeah. said that the dream isn't necessarily once you're making the game winning basket. It's, and we're back to sports analogies. Here we but, go. <laughs> but the dream is when you're up late at night, getting that late night workout in, putting up those shots, knowing that you're going to be in that position soon. And mm-hmm. so, you know, understanding that the real dream of being in college isn't necessarily getting that A on that test, it's that grind that you know that you're prepared yourself to really be in a position to succeed.
1: It's the satisfaction of it.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, in the end, I think that was. One of the best things I've read, and it pushes me every single day. So,
1: That's really good. Well, Mm.
0: next week we'll be talking about, or next time I'd say, we'll be talking about what it looks like to really get into counseling resources, and we'll be talking to someone from Clinical and Psychological Services here at UTA. So if you are questioning about that, please stay tuned and tune in next time, so -hmm. that way you can get more information on that. And if you have your own tips and ideas for what you want to hear us talk about here at CAPS, and please let us know on any of our social medias. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, like
1: ideas, topics, yeah. anything y'all want to hear. Again, like CAPS is here for y'all. Your professors are here for y'all. And we're here for y'all. So whatever y'all want to hear, just let us know.
0: Exactly. Well, I'm Jed.
1: <laughs> I'm Christina.
0: And this was Podcasts, where mental health matters.